What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Joining us on the panel tonight are... Dave Ramirez. Roger Bain. Johnny Morales. Producing, as always, is Matthew Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. If this is your first time listening to the show, we are a spoiler-slash-review podcast where we typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book. And that format is going to be slightly different tonight, for we are doing not one, but two DC books. So mm -hmm. I love the energy you're bringing. We'll, we'll catch up on the Marvel books. I'm like running weeks. off of three hours of sleep, bro. Right. Like for the entire week. No, I feel you. <laughs> well, yeah. So this is about as energetic as it's going to be for me. <laughs> um... And you just killed my momentum. I am Thanks, sorry. To, to, to DC books. That's right. So if we spoil something, we'll try to let you know what we're going to spoil, but you know, no promises. Uh, we typically do some highlights. Uh, we'll review a graphic novel later, and we'll do some trivia for you guys to win some stuff. So without further ado, Johnny. Yes. Time for some news. news. <laughs> yes, I have news. Uh, a lot of news. Uh, WonderCon just happened this past weekend. Nice. Uh, so some announcements with some uh, for some new titles and new creative teams. Yeah. We'll start off with DC. The, uh, the Teen Titans is getting a new creative team with a new roster as well. Uh, but the creative team is uh, Adam Glass, uh, and uh, the artist is Bernard Chang. What issue is that starting on? Um, I believe it's a new number one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Wait, say that again. Uh, Adam Adam Glass, Bernard Chang. Bernard Chang is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Who's Who's Adam? I don't Glass. know Adam Glass. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of him. Uh, he's done uh Supernatural and Criminal Minds, basically like M shows. Uh, no, 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 comics. Oh, okay. So like those Dark Horse mm. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think Andrew Debbie probably. IDW. Yeah. That could go either way for me. <laughs> Right, um, and it's coming out with a new ah. special, um, a Teen Titans special, and that's coming out June 27th. I, I had think. a feeling that after Metal, DC was just going to wax everything uh, with their team books. and Yeah, it se certainly seems like it was. Because they're shuffling, books they're shuffling their, their lineups. Oh, this is weird. So Benjamin Percy's last issue is 19, uh, and then they're doing the Teen Titans special number one. And then their second issue is in Teen Titans 20. What? Yeah. Are you sure the Teen Titans special isn't like an annual? That's typically when they do like an um, annual. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. So they're starting on the annual? Yeah. Or special Glass. Or Are you sure it's not just a prelude? Uh, it might be. It says Glass and Robson uh, will release the special issue on sale June 27th, which will serve as something of a new number one. The story will then continue where the main title left off with Teen Titans 20. There you go. Number 20. Yeah. yeah. With, like, prelude stuff in Yeah, special. it's a special. Yeah. Right. Um, cool. Yeah. And then uh, after that, it, a new creative team for Green Arrow in, yep. uh, yes, Julie Benson, Shauna Benson are cre uh, taking over writing. And the artist is Javier Fernandez, uh, which so did Javier Fernandez do? He Nightwing? did, the, he did the, our first the, the Raptor, Raptor run. Yeah. Did he also do Sp Spider Gwen, or am Maybe. I thinking of someone else? Maybe. That was Latour, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it's Jason Latour. Oh. No, Javier was, Rodriguez. Sorry, oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Have we got an announcement on the new Hal Jordan book yet? I don't think there's a new no. Hal Jordan book. Well, Venditti's leaving. Venditti's oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought you meant like there was gonna be like a new book in general. Like Venditti's been writing yeah. Hal Jordan for like five years now. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Since 2015. Since since 14. Since Jeff Johns left Green Lantern. Dang. Issue 21, New 52. That's a good run right there. That's yeah. something on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his is his is another one that's pretty good. 
pretty comparable to Jeff Johns' run. Right. Anyways. Um, and then we got uh, two new Justice League series announced. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Justice, oh, yes. <laughs> Justice League Dark. I'm warm and tingly already. That it's sounds gonna, interesting. It's going to be written by James Tinian IV. Uh, with oh, all, Tynan. All, James Tynion uh, IV <laughs> with art hey, by... <laughs> you take it up with him. That's how he has it phonetically spelled out on his social media. But anyways. You respect that man. Okay. Uh, no, he actually does this great series called The Backstagers. More on that later. But anyway. that, that book looks cool because Wonder Woman's leading the team. Like, yeah. With like Ooh, wow. a bunch of weird characters and stuff. Like this is going to be interesting. Oliver it's a Omar, lot of magic characters. Yeah. Alvaro Martinez. Um, I was about to ask the team too. Oh, diff- a lot of team. different artists. Alvaro Martinez, Ra- Raul Fernandez, and Brad Anderson. And also the other titles, Justice League Odyssey with Joshua Williamson and art by Stepan Sajic. Oh, my God. Uh, Steven, you can say Steven. Uh, Stepan, right. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> wow, Johnny. Uh, I didn't realize that you were such a failure at, at reading things and pronouncing I'm just, genetics. that is, I mean, you don't call a Juan John, well, you do, but. You <laughs> I was going to say. Like, <laughs> Juan? Yeah. yeah. No, like, he actually said it because he's Step Sean mm-hmm. or whatever right. is Steven. But like English. also like Johan is like the John. German for like John or whatever. Like yeah. you don't, you still call him Johan. Dude, you he take it up with the person. Yeah. Yeah. He said, just I mean, call me Steven. I mean, if you call me like, if my name was, if, hey, this is a tangent. <laughs> like read okay. the rest of the news. All right. No. I'm <laughs> just saying, if my name was Juanito del Ranchito, I, I still want to be called oh John. Oh my God. <laughs> you know? All right, Congratulations, Con- Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Keep rolling. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Wani. You gotta tap out. Yeah. Already that early. Uh, wow. Anyway, uh, with oh Justice God. League Odyssey. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, with uh, Justice League Odyssey, Darkseid will be joining the Justice League as a Hannibal Lecter-esque yeah. type character. It's weird. What? Who's yeah. writing that one? Right. Joshua Williams. I'm Joshua stoked Williams. for that book. So, he, so Dark is part of the team? Yeah. This is baby Darkseid too, right? No. No. If you haven't been reading Wonder Woman, he got, he killed a bunch of Greek gods to get his powers back. Um, Yeah, but it's uh, Darkseid with uh, Cyborg, Starfire, Jessica Cruz, and Asriel. Uh, Apparently he is their Hannibal Lecter, uh, Scott Snyder said. So he's like the anti-hero in this book? Yeah, man. Well, it sounds I don't like know all what of goes on of... in No Justice that is so bad that they have to enlist the help of Darkseid. Because he's obviously not a villain if he's on the team. Or is he? Or is he? Because yeah. Darkseid's <laughs> always going to serve Darkseid's own needs. Yeah, that's interesting. It's Kratos. You know, he's like, I'll work anyway, for you guys he... until I can do what I got to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Last piece of DC news is uh, Harley Quinn getting a new team with uh, Sam Humphreys and uh, John Timms with Harley Quinn 45. They just keep throwing darts at a wall, seeing yeah, what so sticks after Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti left. Sam Humphreys might be a better, like, you know. He's a good, he did yeah. good with the, the Green The crazy Lanterns. thing is, though, Nightwing. like, yeah, I think yeah. Harley Quinn is going up against, like, uh, the, the, the gods, you know, she's of Apocalypse, powers, right? and she's going to. You know, go meet Granny Goodness and all this stuff. That will either be phenomenal or horrible. Yeah. So there here's will be no in between on that. <laughs> so here, here's a little. Because uh, what were we talking who's about? Who's the artist? Uh, John Timms. Timms. What were we talking about the other day, Roger? Where you said you, I think you made the comment like whoever comes in needs to do something like 
like completely original the way that right outside the box and, right and Connor don't, did don't with try and and pretend to be Palmiotti this seems very different that was last week when we were talking it, it's about it. like yeah. uh, when the clown princess of crime meets Gradney goodness she's offered a spot as one of the fabled female furies, furies okay. which will force Harley to ponder whether she wants to be a hero or a villain this back and forth will play a major factor in Humphreys' run on the DC Comics title well, she needs a good change-up anyways. Like, yeah. It's been uh, apparently, John Timms has... Let's see. You're he's, not prepared today. He's done a lot I'm of Harley Quinn. You. Um, What's that? Wani. Keep going. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> God. So, <laughs> just so everybody... All our listeners know, it's not going to get any better. No, probably so, not. Any better? <laughs> any better. Hey, I'm running on three <laughs> hours of sleep. All right. Uh, next up in Marvel news is uh, Marvel is uh, doing a title. I think it's a one-shot uh, called The Death of the Inhumans. Oh, it's a series. Uh, Again? Or wait, that was Death of the Inhumans. Or yeah. is, that just, is that just a review of the TV series? Yeah, I, think <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so. Who's writing it? Um, Donny Cates. That's right. No, Donny Cates right. and <laughs> That shut me up real quick. I didn't even get a chance to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> I think uh, it's a miniseries. I swear, though, Marvel's just like, ah, uh, what book is sinking? Throw Kate's on it. <laughs> no, they did that look when Charles Soule came in. Yeah, it came yeah. over. I mean, because he, he was he was everything. a hot shot at DC, yeah. and they gave him him in humans. And now, I'm, you know, they're done with that humans because he's not writing them anymore. Yeah, <laughs> the moment he stepped off, it was like, ah, uh, and bye. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Um. Uh, moving on from there, Marvel has announced their summer event, Infinity Wars. <gasps> um, so that's a figure. Yeah, that's a so surprise. like this. What reading? I mean, I'm not reading all of it. You know, Jerry Dugan seems okay, but the artist is Mike Diodato Jr. You don't like him, and I don't like him. No. He's a good artist. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Johnny, pull any of it. Johnny, when you eh, you <laughs> act like you're the arbiter of all quality artists. He is the I mean, letterer. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talked about why I didn't like him on the um, Dark Avengers stuff. Anyway, uh, more info. Uh, that's released. Well, he did date. Thanos. You love Thanos. Um, yeah, so Diodato Junior. So suck on that one. Yeah. Well, no. that was the Jeff Lemire run, though. No, he. Yeah, the the good Thanos hey, book let's, is let's not. The anyway, <laughs> last piece of news is uh, Marvel Comics announces new Fantastic Four series. Yay. Yeah. With yes. writer Dan Slott and Sarah Pickelly. Pickelly. Yeah, it, I've been saying it wrong. It's Pickelly. Is that from? Because it's double that's C's, from right? From Sapolsky. In an That's interview, weird. he said it that way. I was like, oh. Because hmm. <laughs> that, to uh-huh. me, like, I'd Pacelli all the way. Yeah. yeah I've but known that Italian kind of. Because two Cs, right? Yeah. yeah it, no, it's one, one, it's one C. Oh, it's one C. It's one C, two Ls. Two Ls. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be a great book. That is coming out August. Um, with so, a new, wait. Yeah. Slot's doing Iron Man and Iron Fantastic Man and Fantastic Four? Yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't even know who was doing Iron Man. I'm still behind. Yeah. Yeah. There was a part. Look, I'm I'm stoked that Fantastic Four are coming back, yeah. and the fact that that Sarah's on that book oh, has me beautiful. really yeah. excited. I, it's gonna I, be beautiful. I, that intro image looked beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I you know when I first heard the news, I really thought that uh, what's Zadarsky should have been given that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of what he's doing on Marvel Two and One. Oh yeah, I, yeah, he has I a agree. Lot and plate, I thought, though. yeah. Yeah, two and one's going to continue. I think. Yeah, he can take sex criminals off that book as toast. <laughs> that book is really um, good. <laughs> okay, so um, again, yeah. but but I think Matt, you were you were uh, referring to this earlier. Apparently, 
slot had a pitch for for yeah. the the Marvel board that that blew him away. Yeah, all the so, all the executives are just like, wow, you have to do this. Book. Was it and open level? I don't know. No one said details, but oh. <laughs> they're yeah. all like, it blew us away, so we gave him the book. And so I'm I'm like, I, okay, I'm okay with that. I mean, slot's been. Uh, fantastic for spider-man and silver surfer and, and i think he'll be amazing for uh the four yeah man i'm excited I, yeah i i love See what it. i did there mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> everyone ahead. loves his silver surfer run so that's more cosmic stuff oh there's silver okay. surf his server <laughs> yep that guy it, yep <laughs> is that, that all the news johnny yep that is all the news anyway silver surfer is really good all right or was really good we have questions yeah. Oh, I have I have a question from Heather. Let me cue it up. Okay. Um, Is that a question? Ba- <laughs> yeah. Basically, Heather wanted to know um, which uh, which creative team would you want to see on Harley Quinn? She said, "Well, her exact question is." With how horrible Harley Quinn's Jeez. comic has gone with the new creative team, and it probably they must have lost a lot of readership for them to switch that up as fast as they did. I feel like it was just a transitional um, period, you know, like just the transit, like with uh, Doctor Strange with Donny Cates. Okay. Um, what writer and artist would you have come in to save Harley Quinn? And it can't be Jimmy or Amanda. I would I would love to see Joelle Jones draw that book, and as good as she was writing Lady Killer, I would I'd give her the whole thing. Give her the whole thing. Yeah. I mean that I mean that would be that that'd be a lot for. I mean she can't she can't do both on a biweekly book, obviously, or bi monthly, whatever. Um, But uh, you know, I would say switch it to a three ninety nine monthly book and give her the whole thing. That'd be good. I like Joelle. She's great. I've um, never read a lot of Harley Quinn, but I think someone even like Kelly Sue would be yes. good. Or maybe with like Terry Dodson on art, something like that, you know? Terry Dodson? Yeah, what did he do? The, a lot of the, like the Princess Leia miniseries. He does a lot of Oh, yeah. what am I saying? Yes. Yeah. Terry yeah. Dodson's a great yeah. um, I don't I don't know if Terry Dodson's finesse it's, and like style work for the irreverent tone that has... But it's like cartoony, you know. Let's get a. Uh, I would go with Scotty Young, Scotty with Young. art. I don't know about writing it, but art. I actually think that would actually work well for me. That probably would. I want yeah. zanies if yeah. they were kind of yeah. if they were trying to continue in the zany. Yeah. Has, has Gail Simone ever written Harley Quinn? I don't think so. That'd be good. That'd be good yeah. too. Yeah, she's got a darker edge to her. I yeah. like um, Matt's uh, idea of Kelly Sue with art from uh, Jen Saint Onge. Who's that? Um, she's an artist that uh, d- did Bingo Love, and she's doing the new Nancy Drew book, and she's done a couple of uh, yeah. bunch of indie stuff. I think it's if you beautiful. put Gail Simone and Joelle Jones together and have Joelle Jones collaborate on story as well, mm. you'd have you'd have a hit. Yeah. There's a bunch of good teams. You'd have a hit for sure. So DC, yeah. If if this new creative team falls Jeff short, Lemire. there's some ideas. Screw yeah. <laughs> Jonathan might have to do everything. <laughs> Man, All that'd right. be crazy. That'd be a crazy run right there. On Harley Quinn. All of a sudden, like it just gets super convoluted <laughs> and complex and everything. Uh, I got a question from Blake. He says, "Who do you th- who do you guys think is killing it overall as far as crossover events and quality of story versus quantity? Pick DC, Marvel, or Image? Indie." Indeed. Well, Marvel or yeah. DC? Image, or... Image doesn't have any crossover. Yeah, like, events. but like, right. boom with Power Rangers. Hell yeah. 
It's like in the series. You don't have to have any other tie-ins or any other miscellaneous. Yeah, DC's DC and Marvel are messing up big time. I'll even say I disagree. The uh, like, IDW one with, that's going on with the Transformers and GI Joe. Though, oh I, yeah, like, I picked up just good. random ones, and I'm like, I don't know exactly what's going on, but this looks good, <laughs> and I want to read more. I just I'm waiting for just the whole. My like, my favorite omnibus. one. I forgot what the what publisher it was, but it was Super Secret Crisis War. Which like Ed and Eddie, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, like they just all came together. Was it? Man, that thing was great. It was all the Cartoon Network shows. Yeah, that sounds dope. Until you said Ed, Ed and Eddie. (laughs) Oh, dude, no. I just knew that was gonna get you. That That was gonna get you. I just did it. Okay. All right, Johnny's like hurt. Yeah, that's my handle. I will say say more things like that, Dave. Well, (laughs) we're gonna get into something soon too. But but I mean, if it's with the big two. Yeah. I have to lean towards, mm, I guess DC just because they haven't done yeah. that many. Right. But even then, like we'll they get both to have it. Room to improve. Yeah. Yeah. I think events in general just need to. I think DC is only what like doing two like really big ones, and they only messed one of them up. So yeah. that's fine. <laughs> that's such a lie. <laughs> we'll get into it. That's such a lie from the pit of hell. Oh <laughs> jeez. From where you're from. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, and the last Marvel event was Secret Empire, so. <laughs> yeah, Which, that one was just mediocre. At yeah. Best. It started off strong, kind of like metal. Wow, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to fight all of you yeah. by the end of tonight. All right. No matter It'll how be tired I am. It'll be respectful. <laughs> next, next up. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and flip over into our reviews. Uh, all right. So we are going to be covering metal number six, uh, where the Justice League finally defeats the Dark Knights, Barbados. And stops Earth from sinking into the dark multiverse. And this is probably, in my opinion, one of the better endings that Scott Snyder's done for a story. Better so. than The Wake? I hated that ending. You didn't like the ending to The Wake? No. I dug that. It was completely left field. I fell off after <laughs> six issues. Well, Deus Ex Machina. So... What did you guys think? Since apparently everyone hated this. Well, I didn't. Uh, don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> I didn't hate uh, you can it. Put them in mine. It's fine. I didn't hate it. I just nothing, wasn't a nothing. fan. I just wasn't a fan of how it ended. And I think it's because this is where I kind of. I'm gonna rate this as a whole, not just this issue. But with the fact that this whole thing was supposedly six issues, but then the best fight for me was all the fights between the knights, which were tie-ins. Give it just one shots for each comic, but tie-ins. So this kind of makes it a 10-issue story rather than a 6. And if you just read this on its own, there's a lot of stuff that happens outside of issues 1 through 6. So you're like, what's going on? Batman Lost. Batman Lost. Hawkman Found. found, All that stuff. And you're just like, where where are all these guys coming from? And if you're trying to read this, like, why why is Hawkman here? This is how I'm thinking about it with just 6 issues. So, yeah, we we read all 6 issues here. And I still have no idea, like, how any of this stuff is happening or, like, why or, like... That's because you're not attentive to the story. Hell no, dude. I remember, like, (laughs) stuff from, like, two years ago. Do you really? Yeah, I just can't remember stuff from last week. Exactly. But I will say it is the prettiest book I've seen. And it's still a good story. It's just a lot of stuff that I'm thinking, like, this could have been great if it was maybe two more issues just to put a lot of more chunk in there. Because I I think it also got resolved very quickly. And I personally think a little sloppy at the end. With. There wasn't a whole lot of fighting between the Dark Knights. Exactly. And no, yeah, and I the agree. Justice there could League. have there could have been a little bit more of that in here. I mean, I thought I thought the one shots with those guys were awesome. It gave their origin stories. It set them up. But you know, initially when when this series was pitched, 
um you see you know this poster of of these guys and you're like what and they're the coolest thing about this story and they're basically panel fodder you know they're they're in the the background either beating somebody (laughs) plastic man yeah like i'm sorry guys like that's but see that was kind of that was kind of ad hoc too because all of a sudden plastic man's an egg i'm an egg i'm an egg i'm an egg I I'm, saved the world. Come on, Plastic Man. You can do it. And he's like, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, also, I'm hatched. There's a continu- yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> there's a continuity error because when we read the Terrifics, he literally says, this is the first time me coming out of this egg. Boom. There you go. And Ooh. now it's We like, don't know where that, that really fits in that timeline, though. That takes place after the Terrifics. I know it takes place after, but we don't know like what other stuff between this book and that book is going on but he literally we said this is the I, first I, okay. I know all Johnny right, all right you all don't right. have to convince me what was in the book that I read okay. I got it okay what I'm saying is is we don't know the full story of what's going on in the terrifics versus what happens after this obviously it's not a direct like five minutes later kind of thing that's my point there could be more to that story in the terrifics that Lemire's wanting to tell in which is why he had him in that form yeah Either way, I knew that they were going to bust him open to have Capullo draw him. Right. And Capullo, I, the whole thing they wanted was Capullo to draw as many DC characters in this book as he possibly could. Right. And I, I, I did enjoy this. There's just a lot of stuff that was going on that I was just, uh, where, where are we at here? What's going on? A lot of pacing. For me, it's like pacing where it's like action, action, action. You mentioned the knights are just fodder. Literally, if you turn the pages, where are the knights? You know, where's the fight? They died off panel. Where are they fighting? (laughs) And one of my biggest beefs, personally, is just Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's about to go down. One of the best fights that she's having. She literally just hits the mace with her uh, gauntlets gauntlets and gives the Justice League second wind. I'm thinking, really? Yeah. So I I was having a little bit of beef with that. It's magic metal. But where where is that? I'll tell you what I... what We're I not thought, even at the end yet. What th- this book feels like. It feels like a middle schooler thought that it would be cool to have these evil versions of Batman and then at the end they can all be angels and save the day. That's what this book feels like and it sucks because I want to well, enjoy this where, book. Where did I, you get that, that jump, Johnny? It, you dude, jumped like it, it feels like it, it feels like a story is like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this happened and this happened? That's you, most comic stories. No, 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 no. But this feels like middle schoolers talking about you know th- this great story that they can come up with but when you know when you hear it out loud when adults hear it out loud it's like that sounds really stupid and honestly it it, it played like that it it feels like Johnny, that's because you hate anything that's really good that's not true <laughs> that's not true here's okay i have I, johnny i understand your sentiment yeah but i look at it I, I look at it a slightly different way because i feel i feel kind of like you do with this book but it's just like it was funny because I think there's a line in this book. It's like, who cares? Turn it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Just turn it up. It's rock and roll. And and I think that, uh, you know, if this is jumping 10 sharks, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know, you know, and, and I, well, actually it's probably progressive. I think it jumped one shark on the first page, two sharks on the second. And it yeah. just keeps doing it. And just, you know, you keep turning up. It's not. You know, one of the one of the biggest problems I have with this whole series, and I've I've said this with other issues, is that none of this makes any sense. But you know what? It's not supposed to make any sense. It's supposed to tickle 
your nerd bone, you know, yeah. especially for hardcore DC fans. Which it did. I, I think, think it did. Yeah. Well, well, here's for, for here's me, one of the best things about this, and I'm going to spoil the, the last page, okay? Because I've been waiting for them to bring it back. They have plans, blueprints, spoilers, guys, if you don't want to know. Final page, Bruce has plans that he shows to Clark and Diana for the Hall of Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought that was dope. I was like, that's, yes. That's cool. I think... My my main my main gripe with this book is, as a non-hardcore DC fan, I feel like I'm getting punished for not knowing. Things. Oh, stop! But that's even, such I, an exaggeration, so, so, John. Yeah, probably, Johnny, you and I are in the same okay. page, but not right there. Right. So maybe not, right not punished, but I feel like I'm not getting any enjoyment from any of the reveals that I'm supposed to get. Like the reveal that this guy is the monitor is like, okay, I don't know who that is. The the reveal that um, Hawkman is the bad guy, you know, a couple of issues ago, I don't know anything about Hawkman. The reveal at the end that the Hall of Justice is coming back. I've never seen or read any issues with the Hall of Justice. So to me, since I, I'm not a DC uh, like hardcore fan, I'm not getting any enjoyment. Dude, out I of have this. students though that feel the exact opposite that aren't that well versed, but they're getting into I know. all this right. and they're just like, oh my God, what is all this stuff? Right. The whole they point, want to know more. Yeah. The whole point the is, is, though, is they're middle schoolers. Go, go talk to somebody that does so that you do understand. I it. mean, I, right. I, I try to talk to you about this book and I want to like it so much because it like. You try to talk know. to me about this book while <laughs> trashing it constantly? Yeah. Sorry. No, you, you know what? Really, Johnny? I, I, I am very hard on this book because I want to enjoy it because all the visuals are really cool. I just wish I, I understood what was going on. I wish I, I, you know, maybe I don't have the capacity to, to understand like all of this, what I see as a mess. As a me- That's a bit much. Yeah. Okay. Johnny, your, t- your clock is up. My last two nitpicks <laughs> that I just want to say is my beef is just that it kind of ends with nothing happening. This like it kind of took away this entire event. In a sense of it, kind of pulled a cosmic cube where it's like we have the answer, spirit bomb. And, <laughs> That's exactly what I and you know the spirit bomb, yeah, yeah, they do because they get the tenth medal, which I was like, really, you're just gonna the add tenth, one? Tenth medal? No, tenth, tenth medal, tenth medal. Element it's, so, it's it's from the forge. So just before oh, they crank the it to eleven, that's what they oh, they do. It's yeah. So it's the answer yeah. to everything. They use it to erase everything that happened. Basically. And lift the earth out of the dark. Which, that universe. was dope. But it's just like, okay, you know Challenger's Mountain? Don't worry about that. You know... Oh, it, got it goes back it got to moved. Colorado. No, I know, but like all the damage that went on got erased. Which is one of those things where I'm kind of like, you just pulled a Marvel where it's like Cosmic Cube, everything's fixed. Steve Rogers, don't even worry about him being Hydra. And for yeah. me, it's one of those beefs where I'm just like, let let stuff, let damage stay. Well, not, they, the, not the hero, but the, the actual They event. could actually play into that because we don't know what – because remember, the, they said – Bruce said he's like something else is coming, and that's going to play out in No right. Justice. Which is, which is and great. And they're using this as an excuse to expand the Justice League more. Well, because of the whole so, – uh, uh, the wall. I forget what it's, what it's called. Source the, uh, wall. the source wall shattered, which is great. You know, adds more flavor, adds more stories. I'm all for it. But it's one of those oh things where it's God, just like. Oh, my God. You reminded me that. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> so now they're not alone anymore. So all this extra stuff starts pouring into the universe. There's a, there's a great I line in there. Okay. I have a plan later than There's a great line <laughs> in there that uh, I think it was somebody talking to Aquaman. It's like, wait, you're, so you're telling me we've been living in a fishbowl. We just got poured into the ocean. Right. And I'm like, that's really cool. That's true. My other gripe. Do you want to say something? Uh, okay. My other gripe is this page right here. Actually, no, not that page. That, that's actually part of it. There's another page where it's like, oh, let me give you the pro- the pro- the promotion stuff. Again, a la Civil War Two, where it's at the end, it's just like, oh, uh, don't forget Green Lantern. You're going to have something with the Dark Stars. 
uh, uh, Wonder Woman. You got dark. You got dark so gods. So many nerdgasms. Uh, Atlantis. You got your Atlantis. Aquaman. You're gonna have Atlantis rising. Stuff like that. I'm like, you're just promoting stuff again because you fixed everything, and now it's like, let me show you what we're gonna do next. I'm but like, make it. Yeah. But to be fair, that's been like a comic book mo for a long time. Right. Between, which between I the want, big two. And yeah, they my did complaint that heavy is in rebirth too. Yeah. And my beef with that though is that I'm just saying, don't do that. Just. Give me an ending. Like, that, give you that, an ending and let it be succinct and then surprise yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I would love. Not just don't don't toss me something that I'm going to want to catch. Just slap it in my face. If you wanted it to be metal, just be like, boom, hit the chords. I'm okay with it because they've done this several times in a lot of their other events. They did it at the end of the New 52 Justice right. League uh, first story arc way back when. Oh, yeah, they yeah, teased yeah. Jeff Johns's, you know, Throne of Atlantis and right. – and even Dark Side War, they teased yeah. at the end of other stuff. Um, so that's kind of been their mo. I don't mind that as much. I definitely understand that point. I, I think I would appreciate that uh, either or. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not that big of a deal for me. But seeing all the the nerdy stuff coming out, I was like, oh my god! It was great. It was just one of those things where I was yeah. just like, come on, Matt. They showed yeah. a minute. So I want to say a little bit of your bias is showing. You have given Marvel a lot of flack in the past for well, ending event. That sets up another event, and that's what this is doing. Well, th- and oh, that's where I, I never said it all wasn't biased. I'm just saying I like the way that they did it in this one. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, honestly, for me, this whole page, these two panels are exactly just like the ending of Civil War Two, where it's like, uh, whatever Ulysses, I am, I know everything. Let me give you something what I'm gonna show you for the future, and it's the exact same thing, just Bruce telling it instead of a god. <laughs> Uh, th- yeah, this this review's gone on pretty long, and it's going to go on a little bit longer too. But I, I, I wanted, you know, because I've listened to to what each of you have said, and 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 nobody had really settled on the first uh, feeling that I had when I was finished with this book, and it was interesting because um, Nathan Armitrout came in today. And he asked me what I thought of it, and I was like, I was like, well, it made me feel this way. And he was like, yes, I agree, you know. And then we talked about it a little bit, and it's this. Okay, when when metal first started, it was you know it's kind of billed as this yeah, you know, very self-contained, bombastic event that's going to be a fun thrill ride and hey just just strap in and enjoy the ride, okay, and that's kind of how I took it. But when I finished with this book, I almost felt a little betrayed because what it actually was was an event that changed the entire DC universe line wide. I mean, it changed everything. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't think that that's what this was going to be about. You know, I thought it was just going to be a self-contained thing. I was looking at doomsday clock as being the series that changed the DC universe after, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm trying to reconcile myself. How does, how does metal fit in with what they're doing with Doomsday? And I understand now Doomsday Clock's not going to end for at least another year, so there's yeah. going to be there's going to be something after that. And metal is certainly giving them an opportunity to tell more stories. But I was metal like, metal kind of ushered it, in the new age of superheroes too. I think that was right. the biggest thing to come out of this. So. They could have used the heroes in this too, though. That would have been a great. Just give more work to Capullo. <laughs> I know that would have sucked, but. I'm just saying they could have ended it in the sense of like these heroes come in. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more integration of that. Right. But anyway, That's go ahead, Roger. Finish. Yeah. Talk. No, I mean, it just it kind of left me. I wanted to see if, if you guys felt that way at, at the end of it, too, that I know, agree. This was that this is I you know, I didn't get 
I don't remember getting that kind of feeling of like, oh, it's just this self-contained thing. I was just like big thrill ride. Um, I remember them saying like, hey, you know, we were, you know, dark. Originally, New Age of Superheroes was or DC Heroes was billed as dark matter. They said that was going to be rolling out of metal. So I expected something to come out. So for me, I was granted. I'm sleep deprived this week and I mm-hmm. crammed this right before I had to, to, to go to bed one night. So, um, for me, I was just like, Oh my God. Yes. Cause right. you know, and it's, it's a, a week and it's a good page turner. It's a fantastic book in that sense. But I'm just thinking about the whole, for my rating, I'm thinking, okay, this book, all six issues, the tie-ins. Cause I, I picked up every single tie-in for this, mm-hmm. this series. Cause I was like, this looks amazing. The weakest tie-ins I think were the battle for Gotham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Teen Titans stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. The yeah. just yeah. The other stuff I I liked tie-in wise. Right. All the Dark Knights, all that. Right. And kind of like how you mentioned, it's like strap in and enjoy the ride. For me, it almost felt like with all the tie-ins and everything, like the ride lasted too long. And like I was at the end where I was like I'm still waiting to get unhooked. <laughs> and it's like right. I'm just there. Like, <laughs> is someone gonna take the belt off? Oh, I was me? ready to go again. I was yeah. like, roll it. But it was just, I think it's just the way it ended for me. It was really. I can't wait for the omnibus tough. or the freaking absolute. I'll buy five. Ha! <laughs> Good um, luck with waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wish, I, I I wish maybe they had been a little clearer about how they had built this series. I mean, because I still can't get past the dude because I, I love Doomsday yeah. Clock. And, I, and, and I'm really excited about what that's doing to these humors. I'm thinking, dude, if Dr. Manhattan noticed the Flashpoint event, this, this he definitely would have noticed. Yeah. Right. And so I'm thinking that at least within, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to reconcile this as a fan, you know, which, you know, which is more where, where, do, where, where do these where do these come together? It almost seems like they're two completely separate things. Like metal is is taking front stage and everything. And now I understand that Doomsday Clock is happening a year in the future, so or now what, eight months in the future. But I don't know. And it, it, it seems like events of this should have been impacting Doomsday Clock world. too. And so I don't know. They seem they seem really disconnected to me. And so I can't reconcile that. Um, but I am excited. Look, I'm excited about, you know, what they've done with with this book to, you know, and breaking the the uh, source wall, mm-hmm. you know, having having, you know, this new reality come about. I just, you know, we'll see. I don't know how they're going to reconcile it with Doomsday Clock. I'm not sure I should care because doomsday clock's got a while to go and yep. then it'll it'll usher in a new status quo but that but that distresses me a little bit too because i'm like there's a lot of good ideas here what you know i hope you're not going to sweep everything under the rug at the end of doomsday clock and reimagine again because what what it makes me feel like you know with marvel uh you know their little boy who cried wolf is and the marvel universe will never be the same right. you see it every week on right. pretty much every solicitation that they do. And you're like, yeah, whatever. You know, you never know when the change, you know, when real change is coming. And with this, it's like, and the DC universe will never be the same. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Rate it. All right. Dave. Uh, I'm going to give it just an overall rating just because it, it's already over and I read all, all of it. I give it a four. It's still high. I just think it ended really bad for me. But it's still good. I'm excited for what's Man, new. Man, you totally just dodged that. 
<laughs> reviewing this, writing this book. Oh, okay. This, okay. I'll re- do you want me to rate this? I give this mm, two and a half. Ooh. And the reason oh. why the two and a half for me, all of it is is oh. the art. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. It's two and a half. Overall, this whole series, a four. So a good one star probably knocked it off just because of this. Yeah. Um, I'm at two and a half, too. Wow, you there's guys, a lot. I'm guys, sorry, you guys there's, are all wrong. There, there's a, there's a lot of inconsistencies and stuff that doesn't make sense, and I understand that it's not supposed. That's not what it wants to be. That's not what it wants to be. But my logic brain is like yeah. my and logic brain is stressed. I'm with you there. My logic brain is just stressed, and and I'm I'm I listen to more country music than metal. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I wanted to voice, you know, my frustrations, and I, in doing so, I got frustrated. Sorry for that. <laughs> um, but you know, it like you say that it, it's like a ride that you were still waiting, you know, hooked on. And Jonathan said it's like a ride that he wanted to go again. For me, it was like a ride that left me behind. <laughs> like it just <laughs> right. He's standing at the turnstile, like the car just goes up, and he's just like, "I wanted to get on that." Yes, that's and they're like, "That was the last one of the day, kid. Go home." Wanting that he was an uneven number that couldn't get. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a, a centimeter too short. Anyway, you um, run up and you just hear click, 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 when dream got revealed at an end of an issue i think it was like issue one or two like i was so excited and i wanted to love this because i'm like this big bombastic uh dc thing but with every uh issue after that i felt more and more lost and more and more left behind and to me you know i didn't enjoy that um and this book it just like it didn't make me understand but spirit bomb (laughs) right um it's a two no, this book is a five. <laughs> You're crazy, Jonathan. This book is a flat-out like, five. Like, it's so much fun. <laughs> it's a good time to be a DC fan, everybody. It is so great. Like, even with your, I disagree. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Even we with do. your bias, I think you could like not say that it's a five. No, it's a five. All I right. enjoyed the heck out of this. Okay. Five. I was just sitting there like late at night. Dude, I was exhausted. This book kept me flipping pages. I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> like When I saw Plastic Man erupt like and just... What? Like I was like, yes, this is exactly what I need. Well, I'll say this: I'm glad you enjoyed it. I wish you enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I wish so too. Maybe if I reread, actually, you know what? Maybe if I read everything. I can't wait to get it all collected so I can just steam through. Yeah, because this is all I read: six issues. Only they released paperbacks. Yeah, we heard your grievance too. I would definitely reread this from beginning to end from the casting. Having read it one, because I think for me, for me personally, it would be like a, a movie that I watched and but was so busy thinking about it that I missed a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think if I went back and read this series from start to finish, I would probably I would probably be a lot more forgiving of it, mm-hmm. of some of the storytelling where I say, no, it doesn't make sense. It probably makes more sense than I give it credit for. So right. anyway. All right. Mr. Dave Ramirez. Am I doing Power Rangers? Yeah. Aren't oh. you doing Power Rangers? Am I doing Power Rangers? Yeah. That, oh, okay. Cool. Power Rangers. That? Did I, I just throw that on you? No. no. Oh, okay. No, we did Power Rangers. I was okay, about cool. to apologize. No, no, no. Yeah. Dave, I'm just, yeah, here, pitch this <laughs> thing that you didn't even know about. <laughs> no, it took me a minute because I was. I remember we said, no, you're doing metal. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. No, you're not doing novels. that. But it's all here, good. Here, pitch this yeah. one. <laughs> right? So we're doing uh, East of West Volume 5. No, I'm just. So this is actually an event-heavy week. 
Yeah. Uh, every comic was an event. This is uh, Power- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 25, Shattered Grid by yeah, Kyle Higgins and written uh, art by Daniel DiNicuolo. Yep. Is that right? Uh-huh. DiNicuolo. Di okay, cool. I butchered your name. I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. Um, but this is basically just the start of the first uh, issue of the Shattered Grid event. And yeah. I will say what what metal did not do for me this <laughs> did just because it's super nostalgic i mean you know how you uh jonathan you went cr- crazy on metal this brought so much memories as a kid you like, were uh, asking me all the names of the characters as you're reading it it's because i couldn't remember <laughs> that's why i was like i remember this dude but what is his name yeah. i couldn't but it's basically just i mean the universe is tearing apart and the time force rangers are the first ones to respond yes. and they're trying to get things going yeah. and I, from what i can tell like some of them just died <laughs> one of them died Dude, this book like was it's so just good. the universe is like tearing them into oblivion yeah it's yeah. just crazy stuff that's going on and it's all the rangers that are involved and they're all trying to stop this one character named dracon draken Dracon, yeah, I think it's Dracon, who is an evil Tommy Oliver, from, right from, from the future, from the future timeline, yeah. alternate all, all, future, X Men. He's the evil cable, yeah. you know. It's <laughs> yeah. so good, it's well paced, and oh, just he's basically pulling like the one where he's killing off all the other Tommy Olivers. Oh, is, is that what he's and doing? And yeah. it's good, man. It's good. I this, uh, you know, I'll be straight up. This was the best book that we read this week. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Yeah, I will say it's up there. I will say it's up right. there. Right, right, Roger. I'm yeah. Well, it's it's close between Doomsday Clock and this, but I think this was probably my favorite book of the week. Right. I you know I love that it's this big action bombastic of uh, like sh- galaxy shattering or universe shattering universe event. Shattering. You know, That's a universe. Yeah. Right, but also Multiverse. it's also a teen drama. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. you know I love me some teen dramas. <laughs> I worry about you sometimes, dude. The way, that, the way that you like just worship children is kind of disturbing sometimes. They're teens. He likes <laughs> <teen> drama. <laughs> he likes dramatic teenagers. I do. In media. Huh. In media. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it be comic books, TV shows. Movies. Oh, yeah. Dram- dramatic teenagers in real life are the worst. Yeah. No. Man, I have a brother. He's the worst. Anyway. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Now you know what it's like every time I sit down with you. Jeez. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jonathan. Continue. God. Oh, I feel like oh, I should man. give you like an apology gift or something. <laughs> I wish I could have read this book. It actually, you know, looks looks decent. I, once again, for me, it's it's hard to get into the Power Rangers. It's just it's not your thing. It was right. one of those but things that so it's it started getting hot right after like the eight. Like yeah. I was an age group above it. Like where, a year or two yeah. before, you would have just yeah. caught the tail end. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I was if I was just a couple years younger, it would have hit me just right, and I would have been like, yeah, but. Well, and like for me, with uh, similar to Johnny with metal and and his DC universe rant, there was a lot of stuff because I remember the OG Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, um, okay, I don't know a lot of these other characters. Over they're your like, head. they're like. <laughs> other versions and stuff different seasons and yeah 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 and Each I, seasons a universe i just had to, i mean i just took that i at face value yep. i was like okay yep. um okay i get the gist let's roll you know and so that was fine but it was it was well paced it was action-packed um it, it was a lot of fun kyle higgins is a great writer yeah right. you know kyle higgins is also like he did nightwing in 52 right in the new yeah. wing. He's done a couple of other things. Um, Batman Beyond 2.0. But, 
uh, Kyle Higgins is is a fanboy himself. Yeah, you know he's he's yeah he's in his thirties. He grew up with. He was a nineties kid. You can really tell just he, by reading this issue. You can really he, tell. Well, that means he's your age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if he he's not exactly. I think he's a, he's a couple years younger than me. He's yeah. right at that a little. I think he's in, right in between both of us. Yeah, he's yeah. right at that apex because he's. I think he might even be like Blake's age, something like that. Because yeah, Blake's. Too you guys make it sound like you're in your forties. You know, I'm 29. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah he's, he's, like, he's right in. Yeah, that, okay. That, I was about to say that sweet spot of. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Just he's right sure. in that sweet spot for like being like the older kid that got into to Power Rangers. Right. You know, a couple years older, it's like ah, oh, that that show's kind of lame. You know, yeah. right thing. But he was right at that sweet spot. And you could tell he grew up loving this show. He's your age. Is he my age? 32. I'm not 32, Johnny. How old are you? <laughs> he just been over this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm 34. Okay. There you go. Perfect. You know what? When I met you, you were probably 32. Yes, that's, Johnny. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> 32, In Johnny's mind, years. he stays yeah, there so. forever. <laughs> three he's, years, you've been 32. Every, right? every birthday, he's like, I'm getting closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do want to spoil one thing on this. and the big Don't spoil the big thing. No, really? I can't. Yeah, you, you, I mean, that's no. kind of important. Uh, no, is, man, you can't. It's so good. We can do, we can do like the episode's not dro- going to drop until Monday, right? Yeah. We're going to do the Monday thing. Yeah, spoil the crap out of like five days. Yeah, that's true. Okay, spoil. Okay, so three, two, one. There's something that happens here where beep, 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 beep. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's the it's the death of the Green Ranger. Tommy, and our universe, our, our universe. Yeah, the main they universe. They killed Tommy. Yeah, they yeah. killed him. Higgins confirmed Tommy is dead. And when you told me that, I actually mm-hmm. want to read this more because it's gonna be one of those things where it's like a, yeah. a, a hero stays dead. Yeah. Yeah, like a hero stays dead and will leave. It, for me, it's kind of like a refresh in comics where it's like a hero will die and will remain dead. Yeah. None, none of this like Jean Grey stuff. None of this Batman so, like, or Superman. You do know like he's hunting Tommy, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna get another Tommy. But like, what does that mean for our? That or our they'll universe? redeem this Tommy. Yeah, right. That, that could be it. Yeah, but and I it's mean, the same one from the future, right? Well, alternate he's like future. corrupted and all. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah but, but I mean, just saying that this Tommy Oliver is dead, not coming back. That's great. And I want that to actually stick. If that's the case with Kyle Higgins saying, like, there's not yeah. going to be another Tommy Oliver for this team. That. He just said Tom, our Tommy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's pretty dope, though. Yeah. I just like hearing that. It's like, okay, Dang. let's make it stick. Yeah. Kimberly, why didn't you kiss him? It's just it's cool to show that they're not willing just to stick inside the show. They're willing yeah. to actually branch out and do their own thing with these characters. You and ship uh, Kimberly and Tommy. No, but, like, she's, uh, she they, regrets they it, like, seconds ship. Seconds later. It's supposed to be Jason and Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tommy but ends like, up with Kat. Well, not anymore. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that was like a, a crazy turn pa- uh, page turn right there. I was like, what? WTF? What? Yeah. You know what they should have done, though, is they should have showed the impalement of that sword. Is that a different cover? Sword. Yeah. It's actually. All the way through? Yeah. Well, what's this book oh, rated? It's a kid book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to sell it to me, <laughs> yeah. give me that freaking, like. A little more shock. I, I always thought the same thing, but I was like, wait, this is a kid's book. Yeah, because it's. Yeah. Is it even a teen book? No, I think it's a. Uh, is it G? It doesn't even say. And the inside cover? No. No, no. We're, Dude, it's Power Rangers. Yeah. It's, it's, Power it's for Rangers. kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not. I don't say that patriot, um, patriot, uh, patronizing. 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 Yeah. Um, but kids read this. Yeah, kids yeah. kids are gonna read this book yeah. alongside people our age who have grown up with it. Yeah. So, man, that was a good shot though. <laughs> but see what I'm saying though that yeah. that if they would have showed that impact all the way through the yeah. ailment, 
that would have had such a bigger like shock. Oh, yeah. Oh, no! yeah, but you get it. You get it. It's just yeah. everything after that though. I'm just like, man, this is pretty heavy. Yeah. Ooh. The thing is, like, that was good. It's not metal. I, I thought they just he just like enough. hurt him, but the pages afterwards, like, sh- where, yeah, yeah, like they, where he's I, not. And I get that, like, looking at that. So the art's yeah. so pretty. It's a good art. Yeah. Uh, has she been the artist for, like, the whole thing? I, I don't uh, think so, right? I don't know. It reminds me of Mora a little bit. Yeah, Mora, it looks like more like Go-Go in the pink series. I think she was the artist on the pink series, actually. Hmm. But what would you guys rate, rate it? Uh, four and a half. Jeez. I love this yeah, book. I know, right? That's <laughs> the whole thing. I, I love this book. It's a five, dude. Wow. <laughs> <It's pretty good>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, it, it tickled my... My nostalgia, bo- yeah, my nostalgia. Yeah. I think I hard. actually do ship uh, Tommy and Kimberly. How dare you? I know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I was about to be like, I'm just being facetious. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I can't go into. I'm the non fan. I love, <laughs> I love characters, but if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I can't be like, no, that's not true, man. They should have been like this. I can't ship anybody. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it, it's. Yeah, um, I can. It, it doesn't work. That's all Johnny does all day. Yeah. My brain yeah. doesn't compute that way. These neurons don't fire that fast. R- Roger, what do you. Is what that you? your next podcast, Johnny? You going to start like, shipping? Who do I think belongs with whom? <laughs> no, come on. Roger. Four and a half. Wow. Four and a half, really? Strong book. Wow. I, I didn't read the whole thing. Book. I kind of skimmed through it, oh, but I'd dude. give it at least a four, too. Yeah. Because I'm, cur- I'm current on the series of trade-wise, so it, it's really good. Yeah. All, right. I, All right. I actually... Do you have the first trade? And Jonathan here who wishes Blake was with web right now. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you Blake probably was just like, oh, my God! Like the entire <laughs> oh, does Blake time. like this book? Blake likes the Power Rangers book. He like, he's a fan of Kyle Higgins also. Oh, sweet. Man, this Kyle, is H- awesome. if you look at Kyle Higgins, he's the kind of guy that would probably come in and do this podcast with us. Probably. Oh yeah, he lived nice. in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he's he's just he's a fanboy like us, and you can tell in his work. Like that's yeah, why dude. this is a good book. Yeah, he grew up clearly with the Power Rangers. He knows what he's doing. So, all right, um, Roger. Yeah, you want to tell us about the Dem- other Doomsday Clock? Yeah, the other Dem- best book. Um, <laughs> the best way. Yeah, Rorschach twenty four seven. I I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's the, the entire the entire story is about uh, the new Rorschach, um, who he is. You find out who he is, and my which theory I thought, was confirmed. I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, what they did, I was kind of hoping it was Bernard. Bernard, yeah, I wanted it to be the son of the the psychologist. Yeah. I really did. I think I figured that out maybe issue two or three. I can't remember exactly when. Was it when you that we were talking about yeah. that? It was like it could be this guy or it could be this guy. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we found out his name in issue two, Reggie or whatever. Reggie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm thinking boys in the head moment right there. <laughs> 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 Which I hope that doesn't happen to this uh, comic. But Reggie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Go watch, Go watch a movie, head. Johnny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you but, guys don't even say the movie. <laughs> I just said it, boys in the hood. I will oh, okay. say this this series continues to conflict me because yeah. this this comic is a great comic. Yeah. It's well paced. Um I like everything they're giving they're giving you and yet after four issues I have no clue what's going on, where That's, this is going. And I love it. What, what it's I love be. and hate about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz no, I was just yeah. mentioning what uh before the podcast what metal has Doomsday Clock for me is what's is lacking and what Doomsday Clock has metal is lacking for right. me and that's I don't want to call it pacing, but it's like I wish there was a little bit of action here in this one. There's with so a little bit of back backstory workshop, but it's some action, something. But this was just dialogue and dialogue, which is not a bad thing. But it was just good 
information, which I still don't know what I have. Like, I feel like I am one of those uh, crazy, uh, uh, what do you call them? The... Uh, the uh, the people that's like nine eleven uh, conspiracy theories where like I have like these red little strings connected to all these right, pictures right. and I'm drawing something pentagrams left and right I'm like what is going on pentagrams well, it's just like that dark <laughs> I'm just saying like you know you know you get the, you get the image and all yeah. like, I, I think like, for me I think it's like it's it's like I'm putting together a puzzle upside down I don't and I won't know what the picture is until I finish yeah. and yeah. turn it over yeah. oh, you man. know that's just and, me doing and I love it I mean it's <laughs> you know I believe that. Uh, it's, it's and the other thing of this uh, I, that I didn't see coming because you don't get it all the time was was Bruce being a master of disguise, you know? Yeah. Was that Bruce? Um, I thought, wait, was that, that Alfred? Alfred? Yes, I think it was Alfred. Oh, was it Alfred? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because at the end, she, he's talking. It's like power I got, I got that. Okay, because he where master Bruce at the, the end. The panel, right? But the panel where it shows them, it shows the the mask sitting on the. On, like, like on a on little the, on, stand. Yeah, yeah, on a little head or whatever, and they're talking, but you don't, I could, you know, you don't know who was, I, I, I took it that Bruce was being the old man. I, oh, I guess it's either or, but the word bubble connects to Alfred. Yeah. And it says, yes, you certainly, it says, it looks like uh, I underestimated Mr. Doe, so I'm assuming that's Batman saying that, or well, I'm not assuming, that's Batman saying that, and it's, uh, Alfred is the one saying, yes, you certainly did, Master Wayne. As I stated, I wouldn't have left someone like him alone in Arkham. He knows too much, and we don't know enough. So it's like Alfred's reporting okay. to Batman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And this is That's my, a really good mask, by the way. Yeah. There's a lot of questions that I have. First, I want to know who this Jane Doe is because I don't know. And Yeah, went over uh, my head. And this? It, yeah. And two, that is. is um, I mean, it's not Marionette, is it? No. I don't think that's Marionette. Because how, how would she get in there already? Right. And he would have recognized I her. I think that's um, Saturn Girl from the Rebirth issues. Remember, she would, they, oh. she was locked up in the... Oh, man. But she has telepathic abilities? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. This oh, is, some dude. of the stuff is going on. And then my question yeah. is, and this might be dumb, oh, but is, right. is Manhattan the uh, bug zapper? It's supposed to like oh, evoke supposed to the feeling. Evoke the feeling, yeah, with the symbol. Yeah, right so there. it's like he's yeah. watching everybody right now. Like, is that a moment? Like, that's his job. He's the watcher. So, right? so I'm <laughs> guessing, like, what this final issues are like is that Manhattan kind of destroys anything, like big or small. Okay. That's what like the metaphor is, or whatever. See, I feel like that's just going over my head for some reason, yeah. but I'm not sure because I'm well, usually pretty good at a lot of the, like. There's that, a lot like, of layers to the this book, yeah, just like yeah. there is in Watchmen. There's a lot of layers. So I like it, but I also don't. Or I'm confused if I about you know liking it. The, the the thing for me is it's like there's a lot of stuff going on, but it also feels like the story isn't progressing very much. But I I don't know maybe I just expect Once things again, to explode. Yeah. Similar to Watchmen, guys. Yeah, you're right. Pacing. There's panels yeah. in here with Reggie that is uh, the same kind of framing that of when they released. Walter Kovacs' mugshot, that same kind of dead-eyed mm. look. There's a, it's a same positioning in the book with Reggie in this as it was with Rorschach in the original. The, the where the frames are, how each issue is paced, 
is dead on to the, its predecessor. Yeah, I mean, it even like looks that's like Walter. It, it yeah. even looks a little like Walter Kovacs, yes. and then another yes. guy coming up to him, and then that's where he throws the frying oil or yes, whatever. Exactly. And and that this stuff seems really cool. I don't know. I guess I just want all of it. <laughs> Millennials, man, was, we want it all in one go. Did he scratch that off? What? Or was that already yeah. scratched off when he got there in the last issue? Uh, I, I, that I have to go back and check. Because I, okay, I, I wonder if this is him kind of spiraling more, more and more out of control Wait, now. Did, in the end of Metal, did Batman get his new suit that he hasn't done? No. 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 So if something happens, if it yeah, that's going to be later. This might even be a different universe. We don't even know. But all, all I got to say, more questions for me than yeah. answers. And, oh, issue four, absolutely. You're not gonna start I'm just answers like, till the end, dude. I know, but I'm yeah. just like, man, it's so good. I, I, I just wish there was a little more action. That's there, all it was. I just, oh, we'll get some. Yeah, there was one little gripe I had. Um, I like uh, in layouts. Sometimes I didn't know. They're what, meter, dude. No, no, no. So I didn't. I didn't know when this was taking place and when the other stuff was taking place because they didn't do like a defining change, I guess. So like. You know, th- there's two timelines. You know, there, there's a flashback and then there's a present, right? Where they, and it, in, for me, it confused me a little bit. It says the next issue. Because like the Moth Man guy is back in his universe, but then I don't know what's in our universe in the DC universe. It says the next issue is May twenty. I guess this is this is this is May stuff 20, in DC in the DC universe. If he's yeah, in Arkham, yeah, point. then he's in ours. Right, right. Yeah. So well, like right here, there's no there's no. You gotta go like, by color of his jacket. Right, right. And that was a little confusing to me. It wasn't until the second read where it kind of clicked a little bit better. But uh, yeah, the book's fine. What would you rate it, Johnny? Um, four. Strong four. It Johnny. was interesting. Five. <laughs> I give it a four and a half. Guys, comics are my only entertainment at this point in my life. <laughs> I just, man, I, I cherish. A five. I <laughs> cherish what I can get. Yeah, it's a four and a half. I'm just, I got so many questions. I don't even know if I can get them all out during this podcast. Like, I'm like, what's going on? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, Did you guys? I, read? I'm, I'm so, I'm at a five for this book too. I, I mean, it, just as an individual comic, I, it, it blows me away. Yeah what what uh the amount of work that john's is putting into it gary frank's art is is brilliant um you get a lot of insight into this character and i still say i still say you know i have no idea what's going on in the series but i i almost don't care i each issue leaves me like yeah wanting more did you guys happen to read the the final the letters the no. letters by Byron I haven't yet either and that's the one thing because a lot of times these books um, get explanation well no they just get they're very heavy you know it's not a light read even with the actual comic part but then there's all this extra content in the back which is just prose the genre it's those too I'm yeah. fairly certain he does yeah. so then I'll ask who's Byron Byron was the guy on this. top of the roof the Mothman oh so it's ba- more backstory into him Oh, okay. And he, if you don't know, was one of the original Minutemen. Uh, Minutemen, yeah. Um, yeah. Who they yeah. deemed crazy, I guess, after a while, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Which well, he did jump off a roof naked and fly around, so. And he did just go in. <laughs> and go <laughs> to the flames. flames yeah. yeah. 
Would, that whole scene, I was just like, Fuck. his incarceration is justified. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even him just hinting as I just head towards the light, and I'm just like, why, why? Like, I'm just like, oh my god, why are you telling me this stuff? I feel like I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cthulhu stuff. I'm telling you, you're gonna see my room. And it's just gonna be like, <laughs> I'm gonna be strings everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna have like random, bu- random pages from other comics, <laughs> and like it's planted. I'm like, this is Court of the Owls. This is East of West. There's a grand is, plan here, guys. Yeah, just all over the place. All right. Well, what would you guys rather have reviewed this week? If anything, it has to be something you read. Yeah. Hmm. Did you read Avengers? No. No. I'm behind on my poll. I skimmed through Jessica Jones. I'm only I like got a bunch of good reviews. current on my favorite books. You like, talk about... Uh, yes. Uh, I would substitute, and I know you're probably going to get upset with me, but uh, Metal number 6, just because there was two DCs, and if, the, if I had yeah. to pick one, I would go with Metal number 6 and put Daredevil 600. And that was the conclusion of the Mayor Fisk uh, arc. And man, was that a killer conclusion. Literally a killer conclusion. Well, the last it, issue with Ron Garney, too. Yeah, and last issue with Ron Garney. So the art's beautiful. A lot of stuff gets closed out in this, too, with a lot of characters. Um, and it's just a great-paced book, in my opinion. I mean, Soul has his moments, his hiccups. But in this one, it just like closes a lot of stories, a lot of arcs out, a lot of events. A, a big cliffhanger at the end, and I'm just mm. like, what? Yeah, I wish that was the original plan was to review that book, and I, I wish we had. But do we not have enough copies? Yeah, yeah, mm. but no, it was just a fabulous one. And Spider Man has a little big quip in there that was just funny, and the reaction with the team was just fantastic. When did he go back to his red suit? Uh, last arc. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Three arcs. Jeez, Matt, you yeah. scared me. Cause he, ha- which I'm kind of upset, cause it, it will. I understand I like why, but I, it looks cool. It was dope, <laughs> but it like ties perfectly with the story. Everything like he's trying to go back to his old ways and become a little more light. Well, so, in Defenders, he still has a black suit, so yeah, I'll take it. It just yeah. looks so good well, with Arnie. Defenders doesn't he yeah. have the red on it. It's, it's black, black and with black with the red D's. Yeah. I thought it was red by the end of the second season. Oh no no no! We're talking about uh, comics. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, he he goes toe to toe with uh, Mayor Fisk. He goes against um, man, all like the the B team bad guys that are street level, like Felicia Hardy, Hammerhead. Um, I'm missing a couple, but they're all in there. Tombstone. It's like a big yeah, Tombstone. It's like a big old event, like not event, but a big old finale, and it's just like one of those classic Marvel cliffhangers when it comes to the shows. You're just like, what? Well, he's still going to be writing Daredevil for the foreseeable future. So Yeah. I'm just upset that Garney is like, he's bye, gu- bye guys. I don't know who's the next guy. I wasn't paying attention, but I just, it's a good read. Highly recommend. You know, it, and like I said, it concludes a lot of characters. There's one big death that I was just like, man, that was good. That was a good death. Nice. But yeah, highly recommend it. Sweet. Um, I have two, and Johnny. I'm gonna I'm gonna do two, because uh, these are very important to me. I don't me. think you understand how uh, this thing works. We're trying <laughs> to cut the fat off, not have you babble about more books. <laughs> hey, dude, I, I do really quickly. Uh, first one I want to talk about is uh, Raven, the Pirate Princess, um, and you know it's a queer comic uh, about romance, adventure. It's a YA comic. The thing is, it's it's not doing well in uh, sales. So uh, Jeremy Whitley asked, you know, to check it out if you are interested in this type of book. And uh, since then, it's uh, sold out in, at Amazon. And I think we ordered some from you, Roger, later. Uh, it's a 
amazing book and if you're looking for a queer fun comic it's an amazing one um and then the next one is a recent movie just came out uh based off of this book i kill giants by joe kelly and it is the story of barbara thorson thorson i think and how she deals with her own giants in her life and it is a beautiful read and it's I'm just saying it now, like pick this up because it is amazing. Like look up a a review. It's an amazing book and I would highly recommend it to anybody. There we go. I trimmed the fat for you guys. Next up. All right. Johnny. Yo. Oh, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, we have to do highlights. Do we? My bad. There you go. (laughs) See, I'm really tired. That's it. All right. So apparently next week... We are going to be reviewing from Marvel, The Amazing Spider-Man, number 798. Is Red Goblin finally going to show That's up? That should one. be. I think I think Marvel said that was going to be his first appearance. That's, right. the, so. that's the start of the last arc. So With Dan Slott? Or? No, it well, it no it's still, I mean, yeah, it already started. The oh. last arc is Go Down Swinging, which is awesome. Was it last issue? Um, I think so. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm not sure that it matters that. Big whoop. Yeah. One issue. <laughs> well, we may read the rest of his issues on Amazing. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it should be good. Yeah. It. I mean, it's 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 been uh, adrenaline fueled so far. I, I'd expect it to is, continue. Is the Red Goblin Green Goblin Carnage? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it's Norman Osborn. I didn't. I was going to ask if it was Osborn with some kind of like new stuff, but Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that just. That's cool, right? Yeah, that woke me up right now. I was like, all right, let me go go ahead and read this. There was a scene in there, I think it was uh, two issues ago, um, where Norman is is like talking to the symbiote. And he says, I just, you know, you need to understand who's boss. Whoa. And the symbiote bowed to him, you know. I mean, it was just like. So what happened to Cassidy? I don't know. Cletus. Cletus, yeah. Because you know he's not going to give it up just like that. that. Half torsoed yeah. rednecks floating I think around he's like space somewhere to too. So I don't know. Yeah, man, I can't. Mm, man, I'm already excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to pull some yeah. Spider-Man now. Yeah. Anyway. All right, and then from DC, we're going to be reviewing another one of the new Age of DC Heroes books, Curse of Brimstone. Which magic? Is that like magic? And yeah, he's going to be a darker yeah. hero. It'll be like he's literally like, cursed. Like okay. he's Ghost essentially Rider. DC Spawn. Oh, is the spawn? I was thinking like Ghost Rider. Or I guess yeah. you could say Ghost Rider, well, like also. Hell and Demons and stuff. Yeah, that type of thing. Okay. It yeah. looked though that preview that they did looked amazing. Philip Tan is on art. So. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It'll be cool. Yeah. It's gonna kind of have uh, I don't want to say anime style, but that's the more the, animated style. <laughs> well, no, because he he has that kind of like anime manga style too, but still maintaining. What was that second word? The look manga. Manga. manga? Okay. Calm down. No. I'm just kidding. It's manga. <laughs> it's manga. I don't care. You know um, what you mean. <laughs> I, I know at home you stab a pillow. He didn't pronounce it right. <laughs> I think he's got a little voodoo no. thing. He's, got he's, like, mm-hmm. no. he's like, why isn't he dead yet? <laughs> and then No, and then later, I'm sorry, Jonathan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> back to life. I didn't mean it. I didn't pulls mean them all it. out really quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why that's why your abs are aching right now. He's just like, I forgot to pull them out. That's what the last two days have been. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> You're responsible for my pain right now. It's his dog. He's just gnawing on it. He's just like. <laughs> All right. And then this will be fun. And I use that word loosely. Um, 
Xerxes, the fall of uh, how the fall of House of Darius, which is a follow up to Frank Miller's Three Hundred. Oh. oh no! Now Who's publishing that Dark Horse. Oh, cool. Just like just like with uh, Three Hundred. Here's what I I'm really conflicted about this because I read that ash can and I was like, okay, this could be interesting, but I just don't feel we need it because Three Hundred to me is one of those kind of perfect graphic novels, just like Watchmen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Leave it as it is. Well, well. Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. Oh, speaking of uh, which, did you anyone see that? What Jeff Johns changed his Facebook header to the Hulk. What? Did anyone see that? I did. And What's up with that? I have no idea. Yeah. He changes a Facebook header picture to a picture of Bruce Banner changing into the Hulk. Cool. Like, what? I'll read it. <laughs> he's a comic fan. Yeah, I think he just likes the art. But it's still, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be amazing if Marvel actually gets him in The somehow. new Hulk book does not have him on it, I can tell you that. <laughs> that'd be great, though. Oh, my God. Okay. He tried working for Marvel. His original contract yeah, was he, on Avengers. He wrote Avengers, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah he, he went to Marvel w- specifically to work with Ethan Van Skyver on a book, and then Marvel separated him. That's one of the big reasons why he was just kind of like, Dang. I'm good. Yeah. So if anyway. I was Marvel, I'd be like, uh, But I just thought that was an interesting yeah. little Well, they, they blew it. They, yeah. I mean, they had Grant Morrison at one time, and... Yeah, blew that. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is a this is a follow up to Three Hundred Xerxes Fall of House of Darius. Uh, takes place right after where the original Three Hundred ends. Dang, years ago, that huh? that long. Yeah. Wow. Does anyone else remember that? Or, <laughs> dude, I love that book. It was good, but that's a long time ago. It is. Wow. So three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about it. I'm gonna I'm curious to read the first issue all the way through and see how it goes. Yeah. So those are our highlighted uh, comics that are going to be coming out next week. Now, Johnny. Yeah. What are we reviewing? Uh, what? Oh, that's later. Oh, graphic novel-wise? Yeah. It's not on there. Uh, Witches. Oh, with Danny Murray. Oh, man. This will be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> American Vampire. Scott Snyder, Raphael Albuquerque, with Stephen King. Cunning, ruthless, and rattlesnake mean. Skinner's sweet has a reputation for... That's a weird word. Cussedness? Is it? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, cussedness. That's a weird word. I've never it's heard that word. It's a Western word, dude. For cussedness as... L- nope, that does not feel right. Anyway, as long as he is ornery. God, what are these words? Anyway, but as the first vampire... you got to kind of say it with a little bit of a twang. Cussedness. Like cussedness. As long as, as he long is... As long as ornery. Ornery. Is, is he trying to say ordinary? Anyway, Henri. Henri. <laughs> okay. But as the first you vampire... You chew on it a little bit, Johnny. Let me get through You're this. You're the worst at this. <laughs> I gave you the back of the book, Johnny. <laughs> Let me get back through this. I gave you what to say. <laughs> but as the first vampire conceived on American soil, he's not your usual creature of the night. Stronger, fiercer, and powered by the sun, Sweet is the first of a new breed of bloodsucker, the American vampire. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was good. Okay, so I got to say... Did you pick this book? No. I oh. came in as a backup. Oh, I don't know nice. who picked it. Technically, Chris Johnson picked it. Oh, Chris. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to have Chris on. And I'm not sad that you're here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not sad. sad. Don't worry. It's all good. Uh, no, Chris, had to, Chris had to bow out. He was uh, going to be out of town. So yeah. He'll be back. So my background with this book was when I first uh, started hanging out with Blaine, mm-hmm. one of the first things he asked me is like, do you like, like vampire horror stuff? I was like... Are we talking current modern stuff? Or are we talking kind of that like an actual scary kind of monster feel? He's like, no, dude, none of that new crap. 
He's like, I mean, real vampire stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like I'd be down with that. He's like, read American Vampire. Yep. And I, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like going into it. By the time I finished it, I was like, yes, I need all the volumes. And I came to Roger and bought all the volumes. <laughs> I got the similar story. Uh, I came in. This was actually my first graphic novel I picked. Really? I pulled because I told Roger and Blaine that I was just like, look, I'm coming back in, but I don't want a superhero, generic superhero movie or comic. What can I get for a graphic novel? And immediately they're like, do you like vampires? He's like, yes. yeah. <laughs> and they just handed it to me. I come, I think I literally came back maybe three days later. And I was like, do you have two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten? You know, I don't even know where they were at at that point, but I just picked them all up right after that. It was such a good book. And even for me, it kind of started off a little hard, but by the time I finished reading this first volume, I was like, yes, yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen now. Scott Snyder, you're doing something right. Yep. But not with metal. I think this is Snyder's best book. Yeah. I, I think agree. It's, I think it's his best book. I think it's because it's his I baby. It, he it, created these characters. Like he says, you know, in the in the letter in the back, I mean, Skinner Sweet is a character that evolved in his thoughts over years and years, mm -hmm. which he said was unusual for him. He usually... You know, it gets ideas and puts pen to paper and probably rushes things to conclusion. Um, my my words, not his. Right. <laughs> but um, in this one, you know, it 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 evolved over time, and um, I think Skinner Sweet's a great character. Um, what's the girl's name in here? Pearl Jones. Pearl Jones. Pearl. Yeah. Took me a minute. I don't know why I was thinking her name was um, like Sunflower. Oh. <laughs> she's a, yeah. She's a great character. She is. You know, the the, the European family Vamp of vampires. Yeah, the, he establishes, like, a whole new hierarchy and genome of, like, vampires and where which the mutations is, come which from. Which is great because it's just everything is a strand of vampire. Werewolves are a strand of vampire. You got, like, gargoyles, gargoyles are a type of vampire. vampire. And the cool thing about this is that I think it was actually great storytelling because even with Pearl, I wasn't expecting her to be a main character. I thought it was Skinner, or Skinner Sweet. And he and, is. And he is. But, he's one of them. But, like, this girl just comes out of nowhere. But it's, it's like, actually Pearl's story. Yeah. And it, I never expected it. I, I was just like, you, you know, red shirt. You just got eaten. <laughs> right. But, man, did she not get the sweetest revenge in this story? Yep. It was I so good. I love what a just, like, he writes such a great outlaw character in Skinner Sweet. Like, oh, the guy yeah. that you know is just a just a bad dude. But yeah, he's a, really a black like hat, him. man. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And this is... One of Skyder's like, sorry, Skyder. one of one of Snyder's um, like Schneider. first works, right? Is it like no. in comics? No. You sure? Because this no. was like around the time New Fifty Two was going. Yeah. Yeah, but this is this is like what twenty eleven, twenty ten. Well, I think it's like twenty eight, but I don't know. I mean, it was. Would you say like it's his first? Vertigo. His first personal one? I think it's oh, maybe it was twenty ten. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I. It might be his first creator owned. Right. Yeah. Like also, I, I, we, either we way, like I, th I think it's still early in his, like his comics career or whatever. Yeah. We haven't uh, brought it up though, but the art 
Rafael Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Albuquerque can't do wrong. That's the first time I ever saw him, and since then I was like, anything you're on, I will automatically support. Yeah. Don't even care who it is. I bought, I picked up your Batgirls. I picked up your All Star Batman's. I picked up whatever you're you're yeah. drawing, bro. I think it was so like good. this painterly style. Huck. You would think that it doesn't flow well for comics, but it does. I don't know how, but he makes it work. Yeah. Even Dude, the every time one of the people, the main characters, turns into that vampire form in this. It's natural. Like, the way he makes it look is awesome. And the first time you get Skinner Sweet in full vampire mode, and he's just free from that coffin right. at the bottom of the lake that he was trapped in, you're just like, yes, yeah, what? Man. You and were just, rooting like, for him, too. the rattlesnake man. eyes yeah. and the rattlesnake fangs. And that's the great thing. And, like, this is a story about the American vampires. This is a new strand. They're stronger, more powerful. It's kind of like the they one million dollars. Yeah. yeah, they can walk in the day. Yeah, think they of it like Blade, eyes. Blade, but, like, a thousand times cooler and like the they in the mythology of american vampire you know certain strands uh have a weakness to certain like metals like iron mm, iron or whatever with Lead, american vampire it's yeah, gold it's gold because right. the american west right. the gold rush yeah Which you know so, so there's smart. a lot of little things like that that tie into like the mythology and so. even uh, i mean we're gonna go past this real quick volume two i think was actually a lot better than this one yeah, yeah. I think the way it went, I think the way they went with Volume Two because they introduced the, the hunters. Yeah, and they introduced the one, the one the El- order, the order. But then that one American hunter who he's just like a, he's like a, a greaser, a greaser. Yeah, I don't think that's him. Volume Two. I think that's Volume Three. Was it three? Okay, whatever. Because Volume His- Volume Two, because he goes every volume, of this goes into a decade. Yeah. So it starts in the 20s. Oh, 20s. Yeah, then you're it goes right, to you're the right. 30s yep. with the gangsters and prohibition mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Then it goes into the then 40s. Then it goes into the 40s with World War II vampires. I think he pops up at the end of the 40s. Yeah, and then into the 50s with the greasers. greasers. It's the that kid. That guy is so dope. I love yeah. him. He's so cool. He has his own pair of wood teeth so he can yeah. <laughs> like he can bite them back. Yeah, it was so good. But no, this story and the cool thing about this one is that I think every volume or every chapter is one is in the Yeah, this 20s. in this one it goes to 18 like 98 90. or something yeah. and then it jumps up to the 20s. Yep. And it's just a great it, I'm not a fan of that all the time, but this was perfect. Yeah, Cuz you're story. you're essentially in one book getting Skinner Sweet's origin mm-hmm. as the American vampire and then how he bites Pearl. To create the second. Doesn't even bite Pearl. That's true. Just gives her a little drop of his blood. He's just like, here you go. (laughs) Loved it. It's so good. It's a five. (laughs) I'm just going to throw it. Yeah, I'm just going to say it's a five. Are you current on the series? Uh, I don't even know where it stopped, but I think I'm on volume volume seven. Seven or eight was the last one. Okay, I haven't seen an eight yet, but I have to pick it up then. Uh, It ends in in the 60s. Really? Is it over, over? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Dude, okay. American Vampire Third Cycle is going to be the name of the new one, and where it leaves off. I can't wait, dude. It's just aren't they going to like the moon or something? They already did. Yeah, oh, they of course did. they did. It's so good. Spoilers. That, my bad. Skinner sweet, like massive spoilers. My I bad. I should say this. I'm probably going to piss everybody off. Three, two, one to go. Skinner Sweet gets cured of his vampirism at the end of the third volume. Oh, volume. yeah. I forgot about that. He's human and he's like freaking out. He's like, what? Because he's the yeah. one dude that wants to be a vampire yeah. so he can mess people up. Because I think something special is about him because he was the one that initiated the evolution of the strand. So what I think is going to happen is we're going to see like a second phase from him again. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait. Because there's something about him. Because I, hmm. I remember that whole situation where he had something stuck in him that they were just like keeping him in check with that. 
I remember. Yeah, that, that and so... he almost turned into one of the gray traders. Oh yeah, remember that that oh, whole story arc? That was so good too. Oh my god, he got he basically they used the stuff in the last one to cure him of the gray trader stuff, but it also cured, cured him of his of his own vampirism. Yeah. Oh, so good, guys! You guys just gotta pick it up. Yeah, it's super yeah. good. So, and it's great seeing all these characters progress through history, giving you this large, like, epic time. You know, kind is, of not time travel, but going just, through the ages. Oh yeah, and it kind of reminds me of a what is that the that zombie book where it's like a the Survivor Guide. Oh, the zombie hit, survival guy. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that where it's like this is what you're supposed to do with zombies. Like these guys kind of tell you, like there. I think one of them even has a journal. It's like, oh, yeah. European vampires, stakes to the heart, BS. You got to use this. Yeah. You know, it's just like all this kind of interesting story storytelling that builds he up lore. Takes all of like what you know about vampires, tweaks it a little bit, and mm-hmm. makes it really cool. Yeah, I loved it. I think the Vietnam era was the best for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, with those like swamp vampires. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Loved it. The Irish vampire that the kid meets, he's like, I've oh, got yeah. more green in me than, like, yeah. and he turns into, like, the, yeah. It's, it's the so character good. designs in this are top notch. Yeah. yeah. Is it Albuquerque all the way? No. 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 Oh, okay. So in volume it's, two, it's Sean uh, Murphy. Oh, mm. well, similar. So. Yeah, I think yeah, Albuquerque he, was in part of it. Too. Albuquerque was in part yeah. of it. And then in one of them, I believe it's Dustin Wynn. Yep. Oh, okay. So a lot of the same kind of like, like weird art styles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But cool. But that it fit the tone of everything that he was doing. Like yeah. painterly but, but a little Al- bit. Albuquerque is the main artist. He's typically on at least a few of those arcs where the fill-in artists are. Yeah. Because volume two is pretty short. I think it's only four or five issues mm-hmm. with Sean Murphy. And then it's right back to oh, Albuquerque. Going back to this. This is actually a big book too. Yeah. It's not a tiny book. It's so thick. you get you get a good price. Uh, the ICC. Book for price. Yeah. T-H-I-C-C. Sorry. Yeah, and this was know. actually around his first work he also did because uh, that started in 2010 right but he did some work for marvel in oh. 2010 also weird <laughs> um the human uh torch comic 70th anniversary special nation x number one Squirrel and iron man <laughs> noir Ooh. So nothing crazy there. weird i like the noir yeah. wow well. never even heard of those anyway um Scott Snyder made uh, vampires cool. Yeah, again, because you know, uh, good old Twilight ruined everything. <laughs> well, hey, Twilight was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Can you even get werewolves right? Get out of here. Yeah, Sparkle. the third book was not good. Wow. Thought I was gonna go somewhere different with that, didn't you? <laughs> I thought you were. It's a good fake out. What would you say, Johnny? Uh, four. I really enjoyed it. It's five for me. Five for me. Johnny said four, but it's really a five. Yeah, it's ACP. It, so it it's really five, is five. ACP yeah. certified, guys. Johnny's just being like a little. My bad. Four is a good score. I was. No, a, no, no, I no. wanted Vampire Diaries, and I got. Oh some my god! Weird <laughs> here. So who are you gonna ship in this one? Um, I don't know, dude. Everybody just seems to hate everybody. So. It's good though. It is good. Oh. It's really good. It You've got the. You got the. I don't know. Pearls love. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. That whole struggle with having to turn him or not that she yeah. has. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's that. like, he lets her feed on him. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, oh, oh, it's heartwarming, goodness. Johnny. It's good. <laughs> it's heartwarming. <laughs> All right. Let's play some trivia. All right. And win, get some people to win some stuff. Um, yeah. So looking at uh, last week, I wanted to know uh, whose side somebody took. Who did I say? Lady Thor? No, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. And took Cap's side. Hey. Everybody answered hmm? correctly. Yep, everybody answered correctly. What was the Jane question? Foster. 
who side did she take in the in the Marvel Civil oh, War? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, took uh, Captain America's side. Okay, so um, the winners for the comics last week: Christian DePaz. Hey. Nice. And the winner for the graphic novel, which is Green Lantern Secret Origin, Aaron Candelaria. Nice, nice, nice. Aaron. That's a good book to start out, Aaron. I really need to start answering questions. Yeah, Green Lantern <laughs> yeah, origin story. Everybody needs to answer yeah, questions. it's not that hard. Everyone has a easy. chance. Mm-hmm. Easy. And speaking of which, you have a chance right now to win uh, some pretty darn good books. And just FYI, if you, you know, if you're if if you like investing, this Power Rangers book blew up big time this week. Ooh. Yeah. Minimum for any of. The, I mean, there's a bunch of different covers and stuff. Yeah. Minimum. Uh, d- don't get your fingerprints on it now, Johnny. I'm gonna buy one. They're all uh, like Matt covers. I, they're they're spoken for. Are they really? Yep. Bomber. All right, never mind. I'll go trade. Yeah, minimum's like 15 bucks. I think the Green Ranger cover goes for like 30. Oh, Jesus! Um, a set ridiculous. of them goes for a hundred. Wow. The, the Dracon cover is probably the rarest one, right? Yeah, that's over a hundred. I think they they're going it as high just as like two. When they first now. came Can out. You still order more. Nope. Well, they're, cause really? they're, they're a play on the variants from the, the, the issue first number one. zero. I'll yeah. be able to order so, second yeah. prints, but oh, first well, print. Well, that's fine for me. Two. Yeah. Because I think I want to go issue by issue. Yeah. Pipe, yeah. Pipelines dry on, on But the they're first good prints. books, too. They're really yeah. good. Yeah. And they're collectible. All right. So if you want to win uh, some great comics or a really, really, really good uh, graphic novel, a you'll answer. One. Oh. Well, actually, wait a minute. Oh, I'll that do one's a listener mine. question in a sec. Don't sell that All one. All right, because I'm going to do Power Rangers trivia. Yeah, let's go. So everybody, <gasps> else, everybody else's task is to beat I'm Matt so to any question. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can't beat you, Matt. Um, what Japanese TV show was Power Rangers based on? Super Something, Sentai. Yeah, that. Yep, Super Sentai. Wow. Matt, oh, I got that. I expect you to be first. Oh, I'm, I'm letting them, oh. giving them a chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, what year did Super Sentai start broadcasting in Japan? Sixty-five, seventy-two, eighty-six, no, seventy-seven. No, it was seventy-seven. I was gonna say it has to be the seventies. Was it the seventies? That far back? Yeah, it was Voltron was based off Super Sentai, which Power Rangers based off Voltron. (laughs) All right, which Power Rangers? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So Super Sentai didn't have like the Zords and stuff, and then uh, Voltron took from Sentai. And then Power Rangers took from Sentai and Voltron. Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. <laughs> Voltron's better. Yeah. No, and not it, at all. It, yep. Yeah. Nope. And then it got yep. super weird, which is goes into this next question, which cool. addresses a follow uh, one of the, I don't know, one of the seasons. Okay. Let's go. Um, <laughs> which Power Rangers series involved the Rangers going to a boarding school for wizardry and magic? Excuse oh, me, uh, Mystic Force. Oh God! Boom! Yeah, <laughs> Matt. What? <laughs> Night from 2006. Hey, have you watched all the seasons, Matt? I have not, but I mm. keep keep up with them. Of course you do. I stopped at Turbo. <laughs> I think I stopped at SPD. I stopped at Lost Galaxy. I like. I never started. Oh no, Zio. Zio. All right. I really like this. So here's our here's our <laughs> lightning trivia. Who pilots the Mastodon? Zach, Zach or Zach. Adam? Pterodactyl. Kimberly. Kimberly. Dragon Zord. Tommy. Tommy. Which Tommy. one? Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> like which Tommy? Wait, what? Tommy Oliver. Dragon Dragon Zord? Yes. This Tommy Oliver. As Tom. as the Green oh, Ranger. Green yes, Ranger. thank you. Oh. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. Jason. Jason. Triceratops. Rocky. <laughs> Triceratops. Yeah. Oh, and, Billy. And Rocky. Bonus yeah. points to yeah. Matt. Oh, that's oh. I'm, te- I'm telling you all both. <laughs> yeah. Triceratops is just Billy. Tiger Zord. Tiger Zord. Trini, Trini and Alicia. 
It's Aisha. 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 Sorry, Aisha. And Trini. Uh, yeah, that, that's good enough. Okay. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait. I was like, Magna Defender. <laughs> that's the only one yeah. I could say. That was just a trivia, like, for Matt. Well, well yeah. No, I was in there. Now I know how it is like when that. you guys, like, <laughs> have to put up with me and Superman. Trivia. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. All right. So for the listener question, if you want to win uh, some great comics or a great trade paperback, uh, send your answer to the following question to All Star or contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. What I want to know, and this is super easy, guys. Oh, okay, Come let me on. See. Let me see. What <laughs> what city do oh. the Power Rangers live in and oh. protect? Wait, wow. which Power Rangers? Mighty OG. Morphin? Mighty yeah, Morphin. Mighty Morphin. Okay. Aww. Mighty Morphin. Shh, don't answer. Jeez, that, that's, no, that's pretty easy. I don't want to yeah. know the the school of wizardry. Oh well, yeah, because no. like after oh, the Mighty Morphin, it changes. Yeah, which city do the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers live <laughs> in and protect? If you know the answer to this question or can Google it, it's like first line Google. Santa Cruz. Um, <laughs> in <laughs> actuality, it kind of is. Yeah, it might, right? it might yeah. well be. <laughs> uh, send your answer to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. Thanks for playing, guys. Cool. Next up. We should do that one more often. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> All right, guys. There, yeah, I know. I when I, when I started going through these, looking up stuff, I was like, oh my god, you could have like. A month's worth of trivia because all the different it's seasons, ridiculous. The characters, yeah. And even the, the original cast was three seasons. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Dang, all right, guys. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review. I don't think we have any new reviews. I just checked. Right no. Now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Sean Levesque did send in his like answer for the trivia and said, uh, "P.S. This is the best comics podcast." Thank you, Sean. Yeah. Really Thank appreciate you, Sean. that. So if you. Put like, that on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do us a favor, put it on iTunes. Because if you do like what you hear, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share with everybody. Yeah. It really that helps it, bump us up. It, yeah, it, it makes us more visible on iTunes, and that's like 80% of the podcast market. And apparently no one listened to the show, or only half the people listened to the show last week when it went up on Friday. So this is going up on Monday by the time you're listening to this, so... We're gonna try that. Yeah, and we're gonna. Yeah, we'll, I mean, <laughs> it it may go up on Monday from now on for, well, you know, at least for the time being. Um, we'll, see. we'll see. We we appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us, though. We'll we'll keep doing it until you stop listening. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, if you guys want to go above and beyond, you can go to patreon.com slash All Star Comics Podcast. You can get on for as little as a dollar. Three dollars is going to get you the exclusive content that we drop, which right now is. Uh, like a full, I guess we could say like a full season of yeah. Multiversity University uh, with Larry. Uh, but if you guys are going to be cheapskates, you can just wait for <laughs> the last, you know, little bit of the show. Uh, eh, you know, yeah, I get it. No, sometimes you're broke college students. Sometimes you can't afford like the extra. Like right. you just got to do ramen. Right. Hey, ramen's good it. though. Ramen is good. I'm, that's why I'm saying. Getting it, you know, getting pieces of, of Multiverse University is not a yeah. bad thing. Right, right, But right, right. you also get a bunch of cool stuff. You get, like, sales on the store. Yes, there are and sales like, and discounts. Yeah. And, and, I mean, like you, can, you can get on for, you know, like you said, a dollar, and that will get you our eternal things. Or at and least until you unsubscribe. And probably a very awkward hug from Johnny. Angel. Yeah. No, well, not awkward. <laughs> one. One. I feel like when you guys talk about this stuff, it's just like, for just a nickel a day, you can, <laughs> you can help our podcast Hey, grow. sponsor me. That's what we need. We need a little, we need a little sad oh, puppy. Even a good first step is, look, you don't even have to pledge to the Patreon. Just go to the Patreon and check it out. 
you know? Yeah. Check oh, or at least <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you can sponsor this. We'll have, we'll we have, have my name is the girl. I know. A big, big, with his sad, sad puppy eyes <laughs> with, with like one little tear <laughs> coming out, rolling down his cheeks. Oh, stop and, it. and it'll be like, please support Wani today. <laughs> <laughs> Juanito de Ranchito Riz. Yo, I can I can make myself cry on command. Oh my god, that's amazing! Wanted <laughs> <Why laughs> comics. Thank you. I'll be here all uh, week. If you want to keep up with everything on the shop, you can go like Horizon Comics on uh, Facebook, or you can follow at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to keep up with Dave, uh, Instagram is YGTT YGTP for You Got the Touch, You Got the Power. Yeah, and Facebook, and I think uh, Twitter is Dave Ramirez. Nice. Johnny? Uh, You can follow me everywhere at TheJohnny2x4. And actually, some news. Um, Tuesday, Dave and I are dropping a new podcast. What, what? Yep. It's called, yeah, finally. Um, It's called The Fresh Pot of Bel Air, where we uh, watch and... Enunciate that pod, not pot. (laughs) Come on, man. You're killing my groove. (laughs) Anyway, um, where we watch and, you know, yeah, where we watch and talk about uh, the 90s sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, because it's freaking awesome. They're going to talk about all about how his life got flipped, turned upside down. Yeah. Dude, (laughs) the best intro ever. Anyway, we talk about that on the podcast coming out this Tuesday. So look for it. Fresh Pot of Bel-Air. And if you want to keep up with all things audio, visual, and, well, video games. I just beat Batman the Enemy Within. I've been working on Assassin's Creed. So hi. Nice. the Hydra 5-5. I've done everything. Nice. And I am mm-hmm. at St. Jonathan on the Twitters and the Instagrams, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Multiversity University. I am your host, Larry Douglas. Now, tonight we're going to talk about one of the most important figures to make her debut in 1941 and also one of the most controversial figures of the Golden Age. And, of course, we're talking about Wonder Woman. Now, one of the first things I should say, though, is that Wonder Woman was not the first female superhero. Uh, There were some that preceded her. Uh, For example, there was uh, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle who actually debuted in WAGS number one all the way back in 1937. Now, um, some people might argue that Sheena was not a superhero, um, and I suppose that's true. She didn't really have any superpowers, but then if we're going to argue that, we need to also throw out Batman, and I don't think anybody wants to do that. Uh, So I would say that Sheena was definitely uh, in the superhero category. Um, But Sheena was very popular, Uh, popular enough that she actually got her own title three years before Wonder Woman actually made her debut. Uh, So uh, a pretty popular character. Um, There was also, if you don't like that, uh, you don't like Sheena as a superhero, there was a character who made her debut in 1940 called Fantoma, Mystery Woman of the Jungle. And uh, Fantoma was an interesting character. Uh, She basically protected the jungle and the animals of the jungle by turning into a uh, this sort of demonic character with a blue skull and, uh, you know, just uh, took care of people who were threatening her home. Um, Fantoma, unfortunately, never became that popular. And in fact, she has been unpopular enough that nobody even owns the copyright to her anymore. She actually is now a public domain character. So if you would like to write your own Fantoma stories, you are more than welcome to do that. 
Um, however, none of those who came before Wonder Woman reached the heights of popularity that Wonder Woman did. Wonder Woman is simply the most popular female superhero of all time. And there have, of course, been a lot of popular ones since then, but none of them have ever reached the level of Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman is really one of the big three. She belongs in the same category as Superman and Batman, uh, those three being the only three characters who have been continuously published since their debuts in the Golden Age. There are a lot of Golden Age characters being published today, but uh, all of them had periods of time when they weren't being published. But Wonder Woman was popular enough to survive the decline in superhero sales that happened after 1945. Now, um, her creation was kind of interesting. As uh, many of us know, she was created by uh, a man named William Moulton Marston. Um, now, he was very well educated. He had three degrees from Harvard, including a PhD in psychology. Um, he was one of the inventors of the lie detector, something that he made sure to remind everybody about as often as he could. Um, and he was also somebody who had been used as a consultant. He'd been used as, as a consultant by motion picture companies. And um, Max Gaines, the owner of All-American Comics, had read about him in an article in Family Circle. Now, the reason Max Gaines was interested in William Marston was because comic books were under fire. We have a tendency to think that they came under fire in the early 1950s, but the fact is that as early as 1940, there were people who were criticizing comic books. Um, in fact, there were editorials being written in newspapers across the country decrying comic books as being nothing more than sex and horror fantasies. And so... Max Gaines was looking for a way to assure people to assure people that his comics were uh, were okay, that they were all right for kids to read. So he hired Marston as a consultant to make sure that his comics were appropriate. Um, now, the thing is, if Max Gaines had known anything about William Marston's personal life, he never would have hired him. Uh, William Marston, as a lot of people know now, um, was married to a woman named Elizabeth Holloway, but also they had living with them his girlfriend, Olive Byrne. And William Marston actually fathered children by both Elizabeth Holloway and Olive Byrne. Now, they kept that life a secret. They told everybody that, um, that Olive Byrne was a niece or something like that and uh, that she was just living with them. But the fact is that they were uh, living together as a threesome. Um, now, one of the things that Marston suggested to Max Gaines is that uh, one of the problems with comics is that they just uh, were essentially, uh, they, they were too masculine, had too much masculine violence in them. And so the way to help counter that was by creating a female superhero. And so Max Gaines said to Marston, well, he had no problem with having a female superhero, but he wanted Marston to be the one to write her because he knew that Marston would do it well. Um, now, the thing is that Marston was um, an early feminist. He believed very much in women's rights. In fact, he believed that women should actually be the ones running things. And uh, he did say secretly, uh, didn't, of course, ever say this to Max Gaines, but he did let it be known and left this in his writings that he basically considered Wonder Woman to be feminist propaganda um, and that he was hoping to promote his feminist ideas through the comic book. 
Now, one of the things that was uh, very controversial about Wonder Woman from the very beginning uh, was her outfit. Um, in fact, many people said that uh, she was hardly dressed at all, was the way they put it. And um, now, Marston did not actually create the outfit. The outfit was created by an artist that he hired named, uh, named Harry G. Peter. And H.G. Um, Peter, as he went by, hadn't really done much comic book work up until then. He actually was a comic strip artist and a cartoonist, um, but he had done one comic book series. He had done a character called Man of Metal for a title called Heroic Comics, which was put, put out by um, Eastern Color. Um, however, the reason that Marston wanted Peter to be the artist was because Peter was also a feminist. He had written a lot of, uh, had done a lot of editorial cartoons um, for the cause of suffrage before women got the right to vote and then afterwards for, um, for other women's rights issues. And so the two of them were already familiar with each other and it was actually Peter who ended up designing the costume. Now, um, as we know, Wonder Woman did make her debut in All-Star Comics number 8, but um, in that issue, she was actually just an eight-page backup story. Um, so her story was really continued in Sensation Comics number 1, where she actually became the leading figure. And, of course, then a year later, as following the pattern of a lot of other characters, would actually end up getting her own title. Now, one of the things that did bother people about Wonder Woman in addition to the way she was dressed, was um, the fact that Wonder Woman seemed to spend a lot of time being chained up or tied up. Um, in fact, if you look at comic books of the Golden Age, you find that in superhero comics, about 3% of all panels show a character being tied up. In Wonder Woman, 27% of the panels showed somebody being tied up. Um, this seems to be based on the fact that Marston was um, interested in uh, in that sort of thing in his own personal life. In fact, at one point, Max Gaines actually came to Marston and told him, you've got to cut down the the bondage by anywhere from 50 to 75% if you want to keep putting this comic out. Um, there were some other things as well. There was a, a person named uh, Dorothy Rubichek, who was the first female editor at DC, and she was also the person who created Kryptonite. And she had some issues with Wonder Woman as well. Um, basically, the way that she was being treated in the comics and uh, all the, the bondage and things like that. And so uh, she ended up letting Max Gaines know about her uh, about the issues that she had as well. Um, and so Gaines and Marston end up having kind of a rocky relationship. Uh, however, in 1944, Wonder Woman ended up becoming a syndicated comic strip, and and Marston ended up spending most of his time writing the comic strip. He ended up hiring an 18-year-old student named Joy Hummel to actually write the comic books instead. And uh, the person who was the editor for Wonder Woman at that time, Sheldon Myers, uh, he had no problems with the stories that Joy Hummel wrote. They were, uh, they were much more innocent and easy to sell to the public than a lot of the stuff that Marston was doing. So, um, so the comic books are being written by Joy Hummel, even though Marston ended up um, getting the credit for a lot of those. 
Um, now, uh, Marston himself ended up dying in 1947. However, um, Olive Byrne and Elizabeth Holloway, uh, the two women that he lived with, actually ended up continuing to live together until Olive Byrne died in 1985. So, um, obviously, they had developed some sort of affection for one another and uh, and continued to live together and raise their kids together. Um, however, Wonder Woman, uh, despite her perhaps rocky and controversial beginnings, would end up becoming a... A, a major symbol for DC Comics, as well as a major symbol for all female superheroes that would come after her. So thank you for joining us, and I hope you'll join us next time as we continue to talk about 1942 and the things that happened as America entered World War II. Relatively. We'll see how this goes. Let's do it. I mean, it could be just a dumpster on fire. You know? It always <laughs> is, but we managed to put it out by, by the end of it. Or make it worse. I may cough and just <laughs> wince in like pain. You might have to mute it because I'll just be like, "Oh God!" Because everything right now edit it out. Hurts right now. Especially if you're gonna clip, I can be like, "Oh, I'll oh take that yeah. out." Or mm-hmm. depending on how entertaining it is, you can just leave it. <laughs> like, yeah. let me cut that section, put it at the end. That's laughable. When I, <laughs> like, <coughs> when I went to the chiropractor, they put me on one of those like beds that massages you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Thing on my spine, I had to like. First of all, I had to like. Sit down and like roll into it. I was like, oh. "Where did you go, Doctor Crystal Lemard?" Just up off Avenue N. She's great. And tenth. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's where I used to go. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I got in an accident. So anyway, just lying on the bed, I was like, "Ah, ah, ah!" And there's your opener as I was going. So. <laughs> and you got your opener right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>